3: It's time for the truth, here's our dude You're listening to Haney Listening to
0: Haney
2: Haney Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast brought to you by HaneyUniversity.com Go there and check it out if you want information on getting a golf lesson from me at my studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. All the information is right there. I will get you on the right track if you've been struggling, like so many people have that have come for lessons. They said, I've taken lessons, Hank. I said, all right, well, now you're with me. Things are going to be different. You're on your way to getting better now. So all you got to do is uh, find out the information you need to know and figure out when you're going to get here. And that's all there at HaneyUniversity.com. All right. Century Tournament of Champions. Colin Morikawa. A lot of thoughts on this. He loses a six-shot lead. He becomes the ninth player in PGA Tour history to have lost a six-shot lead. He will not be the last. That happens. Golf is a hard game. And things happen. And you're cruising along and everything seems like it's going great. And then all of a sudden it's not. They were talking at Kapalua with all their, you know, big announce team about how oh, this is a, you know, a hard golf course to come from behind. Not really. I'm not sure if I understand that. It's much more difficult to come from behind, I think, when you're on a golf course where you're limited as to what you can shoot. Like, we know from the history of that golf tournament that there's a low number out there. Now, John Rahm, what was he, seven shots behind? He bogeyed the first hole. He was nine shots behind Colin Morikon. Now, the odds were not good. There's no two ways about that. Uh, you'd have made a lot of money if you bet on John Rom at that point, but we know there's a big low number out there, and it's golf. You can you can shoot, you know, <laughs> even par. Colin Kyle shot one under par. That's not a good score for there, but everybody's saying, "Well, you know, there's so many birdies to be made out there." Well, there there are, but if the par fives. Play a little different with the wind, and you can't get to all of them, and you don't make the putts. See, to make a birdie, you either got to hit a par five and two, you gotta drive a par four, or you gotta make a or you gotta make a putt, or you gotta hole out somewhere. Okay? You got that's how you make a birdie. All right. When you have to make a putt. I don't care how good your stroke is. I don't care how good your new lesson is. You still have to make a putt, and there is luck involved in putting. There just is. There's luck involved in watching your ball roll 32 seconds down the fairway and whether or not it ends up in a divot. There's luck involved in in hitting your ball down the fairway, dead center in the fairway, and having it roll out and hit a soft spot and roll out and roll into the rough. There's luck involved in that. There's luck involved when you hit a shot and right as you hit the ball, the wind has been going five miles an hour and you're into the wind. And as soon as you hit that shot, the wind goes up to 12. And all of a sudden your ball hits on the front of the green and spins back off. There's luck involved in that. There's luck. There's luck with a putt, a machine uh, absolute machine on a perfect green just been mode, will not make 100% of putts it, it just doesn't work like that you're not putting on a perfect surface you're not putting on a pool table so anytime you have to make putts things can happen and everything that's going in all of a sudden doesn't go in and next thing you know you shoot one under par and the other guy shoots 10 under par and there you go that's the, the thing. And you could say, well, you know, he just – there's all this talk in the telecast about pressure and the pressure of winning and the pressure this and the pressure that. I mean, clearly all the players want to win. They want to win no matter what the tournament's called, no matter where they're playing. They want to say they won a PJ Tour event. And they want to win, and their caddy really wants them to win. Because they're getting a big bonus on a win. And they're not getting a big bonus on a second place. They're getting a big bonus on a win. You know that that that's that's where they're getting their bonus. So so they want, they want a, they want to win bad. There's no there's no two ways about it. So that adds pressure. I get it. But it's not like Kyle Morikawa is is can't handle pressure. The guy's won two major championships at a young age. Now he hasn't won a golf tournament in, 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 since the the Open Championship a year and a half ago, and when you lose a lead like that, a six shot lead, you know you. I think he's going to learn from it. There's no two ways about it. But I don't. You know they they, tell they collapse and everything's falling apart for him. Nah, he made three bogeys in a row. He's the only player to do that. No, that, that wasn't good. Um. They talk about, you know, he hit that that one – the one shot was the undoing. He he left that iron shot short. You know, Azinger kept saying he's steering the ball. Well, I mean, that's kind of his swing a little bit. He makes that little helicopter kind of finish steering the ball a little bit. But you know what? What a golf course to be on if you're steering the ball a little bit because the fairways are, are 100 yards wide. And he was steering the ball right down the middle of the fairway. And what difference does it make? It hits in the fairway and it rolls for thirty two seconds anyways. I how do I know it's thirty two seconds? Because I watched the stopwatch they had going on the screen like a, a hundred times. Uh telling me how, how long the ball been rolling for, like that really matters. And do I really need to see the ball roll all the way down? I mean, well, I don't even know where it's ended up anyways. There's no relationship to anything. You're not seeing, you know, it's not a big wide view and you see the ball. You just it's a close up of the ball rolling. What is how is that and what is entertaining about the close up of a ball rolling down a fairway? I mean, just he hit it. It landed in the fairway. Uh, we'll, 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 You know, when we when we show him hit the second shot, you'll know where it ended up. <laughs> That's you don't know where it ends up anyways when you just have a close up. You know, of, of a camera, a, a drone following a ball down a fairway, rolling out for thirty two seconds. There's no perspective to any. I, I don't. I don't get that. I, I just, that was like the worst part of the telecast. Let me see somebody hit a shot, please. Uh, you know, show me at the drive, show where it lands, hit it in, hit in a fairway, okay, you know, and we'll, we'll come back to it. But but anyway, there is luck, and it all fell apart with Morikawa. I think on that par five where he he left it left it short, and then Azinger goes into his big thing about how Colin Morikawa's short game is not. You know, nearly as good as John Rams. Well, John Rams' short game is is good, okay? Um, but is it really? Is it really? Because, of course, whenever I hear something like that, I got to look it up. You know how I am, I got to check it out. So I go immediately to pjtour.com. Strokes gained around the green. 2022, after I listen to this stuff all the time, people watching on TV, you guys listen to my podcast, you're probably waiting for me to go check out the statistics, but just, just remember, whenever they say something on TV, don't believe anything they say, okay, just don't believe it. Okay, because they didn't research it. Now, Brando Chambly researches. Okay, the rest of these guys, I don't know what they do. I mean, I don't know what they do preparing for their their tournament broadcast. I don't know. I mean, some of them research, I'm sure, but I don't know who it is. But I guarantee you, uh, you know, I, I'm listening to Azinger tell me about, you know, JJ Spahn having the greatest putting stroke he's ever seen is his new favorite. So, well, you know, he's whatever. You know, people like things. That they like. <laughs> That's just the and so why is it his new favorite putting stroke? Because he does things that Azinger thinks are important. Might not be what I think is important, but it's what he thinks important. And he's got a good opinion. He's he's a good player. He's won you know major championship, the Ryder Cup captain. That makes him you know uh, have the greatest knowledge in the world. I don't think so. Okay, but maybe maybe it it, it does. I don't know. But he loves J.J. Spahn's strokes. i got to go look it up. Oh, he's 80th in putting uh, this year. He's 81st in putting last year. He's 172nd the year before. He's 131st the year before. And he said he's going on and on and on and on and on about how it's the greatest putting stroke ever. Then he goes on and on and on and on about Kyle Cow's short game. And John Rahm's short game is so much better. And I'm thinking to myself, all right, well, is it? I mean, so, you know, I looked up. You know, on the statistics for after three rounds in that tournament, that Ka- the Kapalua Century Tournament of champions Colin Morikawa around the green was was ranked seventh, and John Rahm was ranked ninth. Okay, so then I go, well, let me let, let me look at how they ended up last year. So last year, Colin Morikawa was 152nd around the green. That's not good. There's no doubt about it. That's that's bad for sure. That's bad. Uh, what was John Rahm? 143rd. <laughs> I mean. 143rd, 151st, 152nd. What's the difference? It's all the same. Neither of them are any good. That's not Rahm's strong point. They keep showing this deal about how Colin Morikawa is too bowed at the bottom. And when he's bowed at the bottom with his wrist, it tends to make the leading edge go into the ground. Great point. Good good analysis. I get it. Where's John Rahm, by the way? John Rahm is as bowed as any player there is, other than Dustin Johnson, who's not on the PGA Tour anymore. He's on Live Golf. I don't know if you're, you're. That's why they don't talk about him. But Dustin Johnson is bowed at the top, uh, and and John Ram is bowed at the top with his lead wrist, his left wrist. Well, Morikawa is a little bowed at the top, and then bowed at the bottom more. It's a really good ball striker. John Robb's a great ball striker, too. But they're both the exact same position. They both short game it about the same way. I, I get it. That, that, could, that, that is the reason why he had trouble hitting into an uphill lie into the grain, meaning the grass is growing towards him. And by the way, hasn't Tiger Woods chunked it off a lie like that many times? And uh, there's no player in the field, trust me on this, there's no player on the field that was looking forward to that shot. So that shot is not necessarily just because he's choking. It's not necessarily just because he has this wrist position that he has. That's a really hard shot. If your wrist position is is not bowed and it's cupped, that doesn't make that an easy shot. Maybe it makes it a little less difficult, but it does not make it easy. So that was going to be a hard shot. And that's where it 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 that that's where it, you know the thing started started falling apart. That that's for sure. I mean maybe they were falling apart before with this first three pot, but that's really where it 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 fell apart. That was a that was a big 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 turning point. There's no there's no doubt about it. But the comparison of the two short game that that's you know just remember when you hear him say something don't believe it. Because they didn't research it. (laughs) Sometimes they do, but I don't. You know, I got to check everybody out because you can't. There's so many guys throwing out information that just not researched, and I'm like, all right, well, let's just just see what's going on there. But here's the thing, Colin Morikawa, he is a very very good ball striker. He's a great iron player. He's great tee to green. And no, no two ways about that. He's a top 10 T to green player. That's for sure. He's not particularly long. And that tournament, Century Tournament Champions, and I'm only going off statistics for the first three rounds because for whatever reason, the PJtour.com is not updated on the fourth round. Uh, and obviously the ball's going forever and rolling down the fairway. But Kyle Morikawa was 34th in distance. And... John Rahm was second. Distance matters. You're hitting a shorter club into the green. You, you know, if you're hitting a 7-iron and your guy you're playing was hitting a 5, you've got a huge advantage. If you're hitting a 9-iron, he's hitting a 7-iron, you've got a huge advantage. Anytime you hit a more lofted club, you're going to be more accurate. It's a big, big advantage. you got a huge advantage on par 5s. you got a huge advantage on drivable par 4s. And Kyle Morikow is a good iron player, no doubt about it. But he's he's not particularly long, and that golf course, Kapalua, is a long hitter's golf course. It just is. It doesn't mean a short hitter can't win. It doesn't mean a short hitter doesn't have a chance. It just means it's a long hitter's golf course, and that to me makes a big difference. And when you have a lead, yeah. You think, well, this he, how's he going to give up a six-shot lead? Easy. Shoot even par. He shot one under. All he's going to do is shoot even par. Well, how in the world would he shoot even par? Have a three-putt, have a two-chip, okay? Remember my three keys to better golf, eliminating penalty shots, two-chips, and three-putts. Not likely to have a penalty shot out there, although it could happen because you could hit it in that high grass and you could lose your ball. Although they found it most of the time, and guys hit miraculous shots out of it, but you could lose your ball. You could bury it in the lip of a bunker. You could hit it, you know, in in the ditch next to the 18th green. You could do that. Uh, you could lose it. Uh, but what did it, what 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 was the difference in the tournament? Penalty shots, two chips, three putts. Always remember that. Every tournament will be the same thing same thing. So in the last round, there you go. Two chip, two pitches to get on the green on that par five, and three putt before that. There you go. And that's that's the that's the the, the difference difference right there.
1: Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that.
3: Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Now, Morikawa had, you know, a, a lot of great putts he was making. They're going on and, on and on and on and on about his putting. He's got a new coach, new technique, you know, on and he's putting great. Now he's putted great before. See, this is the thing about his his game. He's he is not a good putter. And he has not been a good putter. I mean, two years ago he's 178th. Last year he was a little better. He's 131st. And this year so far, 115th. Those aren't aren't good stats. There's no doubt about it. You don't take a putting lesson though. And just all of a sudden, you do, oh, i just take a putting lesson. And I go from 115th or 134th or 180th or 178th, whatever. You don't go from that to a top 10 putter. A lot of times you see what happens when these guys work on something and then they come out and they start putting good. Well, right away, these put good. Their confidence is, is elevated. There's no two ways about that. And... They they still can't necessarily maintain it. So when you see when you see a player who is hundred fifteenth, hundred thirty first, hundred seventy eighth in putting last three years running, okay, uh, you see that player and he comes out and after three rounds. He's first in putting. What are you thinking? Are you thinking he's figured it out? Are you thinking he's got a, had a great lesson? Or are you thinking the likelihood that he can maintain this is very slim. Now, can he maintain the question is first off, he's not going to maintain it for the whole year. He's not going to take a putting lesson. There's no putting lesson. Has taken you from 131st in putting or 178th in putting to first in the world. Not happening. That's not that. That doesn't exist. And by the way, you're not first in the world, anyways, because they're not counting. Uh, they're not counting Cam Smith. But anyway, because he's not on the PGA Tour, he's on Live Tour, and uh, that kid can putt. All right. So you thinking that they're gonna they're gonna Go from 178 to first and putting because they had a lesson. No way. Maybe they're going to improve. What would be a good improvement from 130th to 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 what? 178 to what? I mean, 50th, 60th, 70th. Maybe I was 131st, and then this year I'm 50th, and next year I'm 30th, and next year I'm 10th that kind of improvement has probably never happened on the PGA tour probably never happened when you have a historical data those are your putting statistics like like if you look if you look at, at like Rory McIlroy and what he's done his improvement last year was astonishing with putting. he was 16th in putting year before he was 66th year before he was 122nd you see so so that is is incredible improvement but the year before that Rory was 24th so he has putted good in his career it it actually has happened it's not he's not like trying to do something he's never done before because he's had two putting years one where he finished like 24th and one where he finished 40th or whatever. You know, so he's he's done it before. But if you look at Colin Morikawa, 115th, 131st, 178th, 128th, when did he ever have a good putting year? He's never had a good putting year. He's had great putting tournaments. And it just so happens that he had two Great putting tournaments, and they happened at major championships. Right place, right time, and he won them. He won the PJ, won the Open Championship. Kind of like Brooks Skepka. Brooks Skepka is not a great putter. Brooks Skepka has putted great in major championships. That's why he's won them. But Colin Kyle is not a great putter. Now he he's he's got a new lesson, a new improvement, and everybody like, oh, he's got it. You know, like like they they make you think that he's got it figured out. But I'm thinking, probably gonna equalize. Is it gonna equalize in the next tournament or the next tournament? Or is it gonna equalize tomorrow? And it equalized tomorrow. He didn't he didn't make anything. And you know what happens though? Maybe he hit great putts. He hit it two inches too hard, it misses on the high side. You hit it four inches too soft, it misses on the low side. You hit it, that's not hard to do, on fast greens, downhill, uphill, slow green, whatever it is, into the grain, down grain, a lot to figure out. lot can go wrong. It could hit something. Grass isn't perfect. You're not putting on a pool table. A lot of things could happen. All of a sudden, they stop going in. Maybe you sit in good putts, misread it, didn't play enough break, played too much break. You know, thought I was going to do this, did this. And that can, first three days, every, every, every line I picked was the right line. All of a sudden, every line I picked today was the wrong line. You're going to pick wrong lines. I don't care how good a putter you are. You're not going to read every putt. So he's, he, he's going to, going to miss some putts and all, and all of a sudden it, it averages out. And John Rahm uh, is right there. He, and John Rahm played good. You know, John Rahm had a, you know, top 10 ball striking week, top 10 putting weeks, same formula all the time. And uh, you know it, it was, it was, and, and he had huge distance. When you have huge distance, it gives you an advantage. It gives you an advantage on drivable par fours. It gives you an advantage on par fives. You reduce the par of the golf course. John Rahm played the par fives in 14 under par. Okay. Colin Morikawa played the par fives in 10 under par. You fact, factor that in and then factor in the fact that on the last nine holes, Colin Morikawa had a three putt and a two chip and that is how you make up a deficit, right there. Now you can you can say that you know a, a guy. Oh, he, he, the pressure. Azinger kept saying, the pressure, the pressure, the pressure. And everybody's saying, you know, I, I read on Twitter. Well, you know, it's 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 new for him, and it it doesn't become you know his until he you know, works it out under pressure and he has to have more confidence, you know, because these changes have to take what, like, like, like he's going to be like, he's going to go from 131st to first in putting. He was having an exceptional week at putting and it leveled out. It leveled out on the last nine holes. That's how I'd look at. And he was playing a golf course. That's not the it's not the a golf course where the advantage is to the short hitter. It just isn't. I mean, he wants tougher, tighter ball striking, and you know, greens that are smaller so he can utilize his his iron game that's so good. Take driver out of some of the guy's hands on certain holes, and that's where a shorter hitter has the advantage. But when you lose on the par fives by four shots, and in the last nine holes you have a penalty shot and a two chip. That's uh that's what happens right there. And you end up losing the tournament. And John Rahm uh wins. And it's real really, really that simple. But I don't look at this like Colin Morikawa just absolutely collapsed. He Hit a bad shot or got a bad break. The ball spun off the green, and then he had a very difficult shot that anybody could have a tough time with. And then it just kind of caught up with him, and he didn't make a putt like he had been making. They they did point that out. This putter's been bailing him out, and it hasn't uh, on Sunday. And he ends up shooting one under, and the other guy shoots 10 under, and John Rom wins. Uh, You know, but... You do have to look at it and you say, okay, it is kind of historic because there's only it's only happened nine times in PGA tour history, losing a six shot lead. But I, I almost think, you know, that's a golf course where they said, Oh, you know, no way you're gonna lose a six shot lead here because you can make so many birdies. Well, gotta gotta hit gotta hit par fives and two and make putts to make birdies, and that doesn't always happen. so that was my analysis of what I watched. But I enjoyed watching the tournament. Uh, I, I like I like Rom. I like Kyle Morikawa. I like them all. I like watching golf, and uh, that was a that was a fun fun watch. It's always fun, at least when it's uh, you know coming down to the end. It was amazing though that he had that big lead, and then you know the the last hole didn't really even uh, even matter. Well, I guess it didn't matter because Rom made the pretty. so it mattered until he made the pretty. Then it was pretty much over. Anyway, good stuff. All right, voodoopainrelief.com. If you got the arthritis pain, that's the place you want to go at will help you out. Free two-week supply. You can just go to my website and check that out. And uh, remember thehaneyuniversity.com for information on lessons from me at my uh, studio in Paradise Valley, Arizona. And register for my free instructional videos. They go out three times a week, so you'll want to uh, register for that. All right. Hope everybody has a great day. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Uh, Hit the follow button on the iHeartRadio app to get my podcast every day. And we will talk to you soon on the Hank any Podcast.